Hello and welcome to the Fingal Poetry Festival podcast. In these podcasts, in 10 minutes, you'll be guided through a poem and pulled into the heart and mind of the poet. Hello, my name is Miti Kassa. I am um, a poet from the Democratic Republic of Congo, based in Ireland, in Dublin. And I write poetry that is pretty much sums up the two countries that I, I the two words that I live in. And I would say, yes, my poetry is about um, me living between the lines of these two cultures. The horizon is tired. The horizon is tired of lying down. It is tired being of the fields, the seas, the prairies with no ends. They're marvelous. It's just that the horizon is tired of dreaming. It has places to go. It's tired of being walked over. It's tired of the vagabonds, the tourists that come by to watch the sun land it and go. It's nothing personal. It does not know their stories. It's just that the horizon is tired, coming between the earth and the sky. The horizon wants peace. Close the confessional. Let the priest off the bed. No counsel needs made. No complaints to make. No excuses or permit to grant. The horizon is tired. Tomorrow it will stand. Grab a cliff to sit and watch the sun busk against whatever. The Horizon is Tired. It's a poem that came from I suppose that space that we human get into sometimes when you're, especially if you're one of them, you know, patient people, people that have to be the bigger people, you know, the bigger persons, and um, you can't help it but be fed up sometimes. And I suppose it came from my own experiences as well of trying to be the bigger person and uh, introverted and a bit shy as I am. Um, and this is just trying to convey that feeling of being tired of keeping stuff in and I suppose the horizon is the image that I uh, chose to associate it with Thank you very much Uh, How many times do you think you've read that poem? This is actually the first time I am reading this poem believe it or not Um, I go to readings and you know I'm a lot more into the happy spirit and I love to share happy memories. And I have quite a few of the poems in my debut collection, Pine One Chapter and the Boy at Jericho, that I, you know, I, I haven't read for various reasons that I just think they feel, you know, they fit into the, the happy spirit 
the, the positive energy that I like to carry around. And this is actually the first time I am reading it, not only to, to share it with others, but just personally, I, I, I just don't really look at it. And I wouldn't be really able to tell you as to why I don't read it myself. But yes, this is actually the first time. And the reason why I, I chose to read it, it's because I was going through the poems and I have done some readings that are out there as well. And I, I think this was one of the, the, the first that I kind of stumbled on and realized that I've never really looked at this poem since I've read it. And I thought, why not? Let's go with it. So, yeah. So I was wondering, just talking about the poem itself, um, I really love the idea of the horizon. So I was wondering, when you're conceiving the poem, were you thinking about other images and how did you land on the horizon? I suppose I picked the horizon because of the beauty of it, I suppose. It's something that we're kind of looking at. It's beautiful, but in a way it doesn't kind of exist at the same time. Like you might go like look for the horizon and you're never going to find the horizon if you want it. But at the same time, it gives this image. It's beautiful. It exists without existing at the same time. I think it, it has a double face to it really. And, and I think it's just kind of fits in uh, quite well. And it is tired, really, I suppose, because I suppose the it's tired comes with the whole... Usually when we see the horizon, we associate it a lot more with sunset than sunrise because you have people kind of looking at the, the sunset and that is the sun being tired. It's the day being tired. It's the end of things. And I think it's just kind of fitted well in all, all, all of the images and uh, and um, the... Um, the, the messages I, I think they have attached to them really. It's the horizon being real and unreal. It's it being associated with uh, the end of the day and the sun dying. So all of that is kind of tied in well together, I think. And then in the last verse, you, know, you bring in the image of the confessional and the priest. And I just wonder, it, it seemed like a, a clear departure from the rest and I was just wondering what were you thinking about, about with that choice? The choice um, for the clothes, the confessional, to bring in the priests and I, I think the confessional is where you go to confess something so when we're talking about the horizon here I think it was a bit more of the private stuff that you know the horizon has kept um, and um, to confess it it's like the horizon being tired, but not really uh, confident to stand. And the confessional is where you kind of have the, uh, it kind of provides you with the space to kind of say what you need to say privately as well. Um, and that's what it was. So it, it's kind of the confessional kind of ties in with the horizon still being tired, but not quite there yet. So it's saying it, it's kind of providing it the space that it really needs to stay to, to, to say what it needs to say uh, and the priests the, you know this whole idea of the holiness the holiness you have to be good and the horizon has been very good but it, it's tired and it's just I wouldn't call it a declaration but it's more of a confession to itself the horizon is confessing to itself that it is tired uh, and the priest is there uh, it, it's literally saying to the priest I know I was meant to be good but understand that I am tired like them. 
what would an ideal writing day for you look like? I have no ideal, uh, uh, an, an ideal writing day or time. I write anywhere and everywhere. I could be in bed sleeping and an idea just crossed my mind. I turn on my phone and start writing. I could be at work. I always have a page opened and I'm dropping ideas that can kind of coming in between my conversations with customers and uh, colleagues at work. I would always have that screen, uh, a blank page, and I would drop all of these ideas. Uh, I might be on the bus. I always have my notebook with me on the phone really it's easier but you do have to set some time to concentrate and piece together what you have down and sometimes it is quite easy the conversation you're having in your head and you're writing it down it goes smoothly it's you giving out to you having a just you know a lovely um conversation with yourself and it, it, sometimes you drop it down and you write it and it just flows but other times it might be um, it might become a conflict when you're trying to piece those ideas together. And sometimes it, it will give you a hard time where you kind of have to put my laptop down and lock myself in a, in a room, in an office, and try to push those ideas and see as far and take them as far as I can take them. Or sometimes let them take me as far as they can take me. Because sometimes you decide on oh, this is what I'm going to write about this is how it's going to start and this is how I want the poems to end. But sometimes right in the middle, you just find the poem kind of telling you something else and it's giving you more ideas. And over time, I had learned to go with it. Let the poem take me with it instead of me just forcing it to be what I want it to be. The horizon is tired. The horizon is tired of lying down. It is tired being of the field, the seas, the prairies with no ends. They're marvelous. It's just that the horizon is tired of dreaming. It has places to go. It's tired of being walked over. It's tired of the vagabonds, the tourists that's come by to watch the sun lampage and go. It's nothing personal. It does not know their stories. It's just that the horizon is tired, coming between the earth and the sky. The horizon wants peace. Close the confessional. Let the priest out to bed. No castle needs made. No complaints to make. No excuses or permit to grant. The horizon is tired. Tomorrow it will stand. Grab a cliff to sit and watch the sun busk against whatever. Thank you for listening to the Fingal Poetry Festival podcast. Subscribe now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to spread the word. 
send a message in a bottle, tell your friends down the pub, or write to us on Twitter at Fingal Poetry. The Fingal Poetry Festival takes place in North County Dublin every September. And to find out more about the festival and to purchase tickets, please visit FingalPoetryFestival.com. Kindly supported by Fingal County Council and the Arts Council Capacity Support Building Scheme. Thank you for listening.